0: Hi, everybody, Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Locked On Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello everybody welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is JJ Jackson. So excited to have you here with us today. What a fun show we've got planned for you today. Brandon Jenkins from 24-7 Sports, a national recruiting analyst, joins our show. We're going to talk about Jaden Shoots' recent commitment to Duke basketball and some other names to be on the lookout for over the next few weeks. This is Locked On Blue Devils, a daily podcast that dives into everything in the life of Duke Athletics. You can listen to this wherever your podcasts are found. Be sure to follow and subscribe to Locked On Blue Devils. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Any questions that you've got, send it to us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils or Locked Devils at gmail.com is how you can send an email And, you know, that's so awesome that we do Mailbag Monday editions where you can contribute to the show. So any questions that you have, be sure to send it our way. Without further ado, let's get ready to dive into our conversation with Brandon Jenkins after this quick break. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at betonline.ag. It is that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the latest odds, props and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at Bet Online. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's brand new. That is brand new from our friends over at Bet Online, if you use promo code Locked On and sign up today, you receive a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo and make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all these great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is just rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups. Not even to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You just don't stand a chance. We're now introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name the stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Not at all. You were in total control. Stat Hero is daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be, one on one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, stathero.com slash locked on welcome back into the lockdown blue Devils podcast JJ Jackson here and thrilled to welcome in a new guest to our program Brandon Jenkins from 24/7 sports a national basketball recruiting analyst who knows everything that there is to know about the future of college basketball with some of the top players across the country he's kind enough to join us on today's program Brandon my man welcome into the show how are you doing and thank you for having
1: me on I'm, I'm doing great just trying to enjoy uh, this this morning and this, heading into this afternoon, so I'm I'm doing really well and excited to talk about college basketball as always.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt about that. It's a a good time of year as things are sort of slowing down before you get ready for this upcoming college basketball season. The months of September, October, how busy are those for you compared to the rest of the calendar year? Um. You know,
1: I think it's still a lot of busy work to be done, Um, obviously with a lot of these kids taking unofficial and official visits and such. So uh, that's the biggest thing that we've been tracking. Um, But for the most part, it's not as busy as it is in the summer um, just because we're not on the road as much and we're not really just in these kids' faces watching their every move, their every game, their every step. Um, So it's a little bit more lax, but still, like, there's a lot of work that still needs to be done and there's a lot of kids that still need to be covered during this time.
0: Let me dive into a little bit more of your background so people can understand where Brandon Jenkins comes from. How did you get to where you're at today?
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I did a lot of freelance work um, early in my uh, college career. I'm currently a grad student at the University of Texas, but uh, during my undergrad career, I just started off doing a lot of freelance work on Twitter, um, which parlayed into a couple of on-site opportunities. I got to work with Prep Hoops for about a year and then I had to take a year off uh, just because I was fortunate enough to uh, walk on to the University of Texas men's basketball team. Uh, But when COVID abruptly um, disrupted the season, um, I started my scouting service, and around that time, Evan Daniels left and took the job with CAA as an agent, and um, they hired me and Deshaun London on, and we've been um, rolling ever since for about a year now. So it's been um, a pretty great experience covering the top talent in the United States.
0: Like, is this what you dream to do, Brandon? Absolutely.
1: Uh, I, I just remember being in high school um, when all the teachers were, like, I was supposed to be paying attention in class. I'll be looking up uh, the latest recruiting news, recruiting school <laughs> scouting reports and stuff like that. So, you know, it's safe to say that this is my dream job and I, I hope to, you know, be in this realm for as long as possible.
0: You mentioned being in Texas and of course walking onto the Texas basketball team. That offers a, a different perspective, I'm sure, because you've experienced the life of a college basketball player, which many people in the biz have not. Is that an advantage at all for you?
1: Oh for sure. Um, I definitely look at it as a key advantage and it's definitely uh, you know, a background you know, a background title of mine that kinda helps me establish credibility. In terms of just like you know, just connecting with these players, right. knowing what they're about to go through, and just uh, giving them my nuggets of wisdom on how they can succeed when they get to that level, um, I think it's what separates me from you know all the other members of the grassroots uh, national basketball uh, analyst community. And I definitely think I definitely think it uh, helps me separate and helps me build relationships with these kids to get the intel I need possible for two four seven to thrive
0: looking back at your career like like what was the big break and and feel free to name drop that's what i brought you on here to do like what was the big name that you said look i know this is going to happen here or all of a sudden you're plugged in with one of the top players in the country and are telling people what's about to happen what was the biggest break for you where people really took a step back and said oh my goodness brandon jenkins knows what he's talking about we need to listen to his work
1: uh yeah absolutely um You know, the one thing that stands out the most was the whole Damian college situation in Kentucky.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Just because I was tracking that before I got hired when I was going through the hiring process. And uh, it was like an Oklahoma-Texas battle. And obviously, I don't know if you're familiar with the story, but Jay Lucas, the former assistant coach at the University of Texas, he moved um, to the University of Kentucky. And I was really close with Jay, just uh, dealing with my time at UT as a walk-on. And then prior to that, just building that relationship with him as a media member. So um just having to end on that, just always being able to track that down and being able to break the news as soon as he made he made that announce the announcement that he was gonna go join Big Blue Nation, I think that was probably my biggest scoop since I've been with two four seven in my uh like I've had a a few fair share ones, and I'm looking forward to having more um, as I continue just to build relationships with all these top players.
0: No doubt. I mean, look, what you do is awesome. I'm, I'm kind of envious of, of what you get to experience and being so close to a lot of these guys. I know it's a grind, absolutely, though, and, and you certainly deserve to be in the position that you're at. So take me into the summer, though, Brandon. Like when you walk into a gym, uh, AAU season is crazy during the summertime, as you've alluded to. That's your busiest time. Of the year, like what are you actually doing? How many games do you think you're watching? Are you more focused on talking to players after the game? Like, what is it that you're trying to do when you walk into a gym on a summer morning?
1: For sure, um, I'm looking forward to you know find the player with uh, that generates the most buzz because I got to think about my company first. So, for instance, uh, you know we went to Adidas, me and my boss Eric Boston went to Adidas, and our our whole plan was covered towards you know first you towards the top guys first and where they're leaning. So you got your Keontae Georges, your Mikey Williams, your Reed Shepard, um, and then some players that, like, just come out of nowhere and blow up, like your Johan Treori and Colin Chandler. You want to follow them around just to make sure that you're giving the best scoop to the college basketball fans that, um, you know, subscribe to the 247 site. So we always make sure we take care of those first, and then we dedicate some days to the underclassmen prospects just to make sure that we have our bases covered um, for when those, you know, rankings come out just so people can know that we're actually out in the gym evaluating eight to ten games a day and making sure that we um, have to the 10, most
0: accurate man. A lot of games. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's you know, when you're watching a game that you love, it, it makes everything fun and worthwhile.
0: No doubt about that. And how like I feel like what you're saying, it's it's got to be important to also check out those underclassmen, right, for for the sole purpose of, you know, trying to establish a relationship because as much as these coaches want to start recruiting players at a younger age, I think it's equally as important for the recruiting guys to make sure they know uh, what exactly is happening, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's like another way of establishing credibility because when you build relationships with these right. coaches, you want to make sure that you bring something to the table uh, at all times. So, like, when you make sure that you're plugging them in with, you know, younger prospects, or at least putting them onto their radar. You know, you're just providing value and uh, for the kid, not only for the kid, but for yourself and for the coach as well. So it, it helps check a lot of boxes. All
0: right. Well, let's let's bring this back closer to uh, my neck of the woods in our neighborhood here on the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. Duke basketball recruiting has been something that uh, we have all loved for years and years and years. We know the crazy run that Coach K has been on and, and now kind of handing things over to John Shire. Were you taken aback when Coach K decided to retire after this upcoming season?
1: You know, I was not because, you know, I, I just I just felt that it, it was coming close. I felt like it was just coming close just because of his age right. and how obviously the last season went. And, uh, you know, he wasn't really too excited about, you know, college basketball being played during a serious pandemic. So, you know, you could it, all the signs were there. So it really didn't surprise me, but I was really – uh. You know, excited for the fact that Josh Shire is giving this opportunity, given his background at Duke, and I know um, he's doing a great job. He's already done a great job building relationships with past recruits, and he's just taking that to a whole other level. And I think he's just going to carry on from where uh, Coach K started. So it's a very exciting time. I'll be very excited about the Blue Devils fans.
0: Why has Duke been so good at recruiting since since 2010, really, when, when Kyrie Irving is a part of that first class after their national championship and becomes truly the first one-and-done star in this current era? Why has Duke been so successful?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say it's strictly because of the Brotherhood title. It's I think it's because of what the Brotherhood title is about and what it can do. I mean, when you when you mention Brotherhood, you think about all the problems that Duke has put into the league, and right now what these high school prospects are worried about is, you know, what is the easiest path through college for me to get um, a chance at playing in the NBA, getting guaranteed money in the NBA? You know, with Duke, the proof is in the pudding with a lot of long-lasting careers under Coach K, and you know, John Shire with the relationships he's built, the players that he's played with while he was at Duke. You know, it just all makes sense for kids to feel comfortable to commit to that program. (laughs)
0: Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar, celebrate the freedom of choice with all of their amazing flavors. Did you know that they had so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, then you're missing out. Coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream. That's just to name a few. You know what my favorite flavor is? Well, it's definitely cookies and cream. It's so good. It's healthy, covered in 100% chocolate, and yet I've got so much energy after eating it. That is 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Wow, that's awesome. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy too. Order today and you gotta try the new flavor. It's Grasshopper Cookie. It's a really good one or just order whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the United States track and field team. Isn't that great? Getting ready for some Olympics, track and field events and that sort of thing. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, Built.com promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D. D15 for 15% off your next order. So let's talk a little bit more about this 2022 class that Shire's putting together. Kyle Filipowski is the first commit that he gets. As soon as Filipowski commits to Duke, it feels like, from my opinion, he starts to skyrocket up recruiting boards. Duke fans like to call it that Duke boost. Is that real? And then a little bit more on Kyle Filipowski and what he's going to bring to Durham.
1: You know, I don't I don't think it's solely because he committed to Duke. We've got to give credit to the kid himself. I mean, he had a sure. tremendous summer. Um, you know, definitely a skilled big man who uh, fits the ideal mode of what Duke likes to bring to the table. Um, I noticed that he has uh, rose up in a few rankings. I think Rivals had him top five, and maybe ESPN had him at the back end of the top ten. So, you know, I don't know if it's because he committed to Duke, but he really did have a productive spring and summer, and I definitely think he's, uh, he's crying for another – Another bump in our rankings once we update them. Um, I think within the next week or so. So, you know, credit to Kyle Filipowski, and I definitely think that was a great first commitment for Duke um, as they as they geared towards a. Yeah. 2022
0: class. I've got to ask, because Duke basketball fans follow this all the time. So you mentioned all the other services that do recruiting rankings in 24-7 sports. I love that you guys put together the composite rankings and that sort of thing. How does that work, though, Brandon? Is it everybody at 24-7 sports? Do you guys all put together rankings and sort of average it out to, to come to a consensus? Or are you truly working together to build your rankings of recruits?
1: So for sure, yeah. So with the composite rankings, uh, that's mainly um most of the people who control our database. Um, not really the recruiting analysts themselves. They uh they look at each ranking and put together our average composite score. Um and So and smart people. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Yeah, they find a way to average it out and they come out with a ranking and it, it it benefits I think it I think it benefits everybody involved just because players can see where they're at. Um from an average of levels, and I definitely think it gives them a proper means to see uh, where they stand with the other people in the class. And it kinda, I kind of, I like the fact of the, how it combines opinions. So it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. But for us, um, when you go on the player profile, it will be the second, the two four seven sports strictly ranking with no composite uh-huh. on. it. That's the one that we strictly focus on. That's the two four seven um, and analyst evaluation ranking, to say the least. That's that's the one that we really. Um, put an effort towards, and, and that's our true ranking.
0: Gotcha. I, I'm sure I wasn't the only one that was curious. I appreciate you sort of breaking that down for me from from someone who's official with 24/7 Sports. Let's keep this class going. So, Philipowski uh, commits. Everyone was expecting it to be Derek Whitehead to be the first commit for uh, Duke, but Philipowski beat him by a day or two. So, tell me a little bit about Whitehead.
1: Oh, definitely, Derek Whitehead. Um, I think the first thing that people should realize is this dude is really about team first. Um, I think that's the thing that stands out to me with his evaluation just because he goes to a Montverde Academy squad where he, you know, these last three years he hasn't been the dude. He's played with Cade Cunningham. he played with Ryan Nimbar, Jalen Duran, just uh, Langston Love, just a combination of all these kinds of players. We've talked about
0: it his first year. He's there with R.J. Barrett as R.J. Barrett's blowing up, man. Exactly. And who
1: better to learn from than an athletic wing?
0: <laughs> um, you
1: know, you know Derek Whitehead had an athletic wing himself, and I think, like, you know, you mentioned R.J. Barrett. I mean, look at the the route that he's taken, and I'm pretty sure Derek was like, man, like, you know, that was proof in the pudding right there. Why not commit <laughs> to do? Um, but, no, definitely. Um, just his ability to take a seat back and learn how to buy into a team role. He played for a great coach, a Coach Boyle like at Mount Academy. Academy. Um, and then I think people got a chance to see what he can do with him being, you know, the primary option with Team Durant, and he got a chance to go out there and show that he could really score off the bounce. He can prove that as a jump shooter throughout his years in high school. And you know the the thing that he's known most about is his defense and athleticism, and I think that automatically translates um, to Duke. So that'll be he's probably the prize recruit of the the class, in my opinion. He has a chance to be a big time scorer and an exciting player to watch once he gets to uh, Durham.
0: You're expecting him to be one and done?
1: Uh, absolutely.
0: Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's keep moving this then. Uh, recently, within the past week, Jaden Shoot commits to uh, Duke. I was saying Jaden Shut for the longest time, and realized, wait a minute, <laughs> it's Shoot. He's a shooter, so that makes sense that it would just be Absolutely. shoot. So uh, tell me a little bit about him because he's someone else that I'm like, look, I watch this kid play. I watch the highlight videos. I'm like, he embodies swag that shooters should uh, all love, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see him in a Duke uniform. Tell me about him.
1: No, for sure. Um, <laughs> my the only way I can summarize summarize this is that Derek Whitehead, Kyle Filipowski. <laughs> Um, both five-star prospects in the class jaden shoot is my favorite commit in this class
0: okay and
1: it's strictly just because i think he's a multi-year guy i know duke fans really love multi-year guys they throw out towards that and he, you know like you mentioned like he embodies his last name he can really shoot the basketball <laughs> he may be the best he may be the best one in that regard in this class um i got a chance to watch him at the under armor of session two in dallas and it seemed like he could not miss whether it be You know, two dribble pull-ups in rhythm, off the bounce, money, um, hitting shots off a pin-down screen, going off balance, money. I mean, like, this kid has a lethal stroke, feathery touch from downtown. I I definitely think his skill set translates, and I think he'll be one that fans love just because they know that when he's open, it's usually going to be money. So, I mean, I think this is a big-time recruit. He's definitely a big type of player.
0: Is it basketball season yet, Brandon? I mean, you're just getting me fired up. And I, I've we've <laughs> still got the last year of Coach K to enjoy with Paulo Bancaro and company before we get to these 2022 guys. But uh, it's always fun to sort of look towards the future. All right, let's let's uh, let's round out our conversation today talking about some other big names that are out there kind of on the board eyeing the Duke Blue Devils. And I guess the first name that I want to ask you about is Mark Mitchell, who's got Duke in his top four uh, when can we sort of expect a decision from him? How much of a factor are the Duke Blue Devils in his recruitment? And uh, I guess just take it from there.
1: Uh, for sure. No, um, I definitely know that Duke has been coming out strong with Mark Mitchell. Um, I do not, I'm not. i unsure of when he's planning on making his decisions okay. because I know my boss is really tracking that, that recruitment. Um, but I know that they qualify for the Final Four. Definitely look at Kansas and UCLA to be the competition of players there. Um, but if they're able to get that done, like what a what a nice ad would that be in terms of uh, in terms of adding him. I know he's been out this summer. Uh, I think with an elbow injury, if I'm not mistaken, an elbow or arm injury. Um, okay. But no, he's definitely a great ad with what he brings to the table in terms of him being versatile and him being able to you know provide as a factor on the glass. So I definitely like. You know, Mark Mitchell as a uh, as a potential grab for the Blue Devils.
0: The other two big names that people want to talk about with this Duke class are, are Derek Lively and then JJ Starling. If you can kind of give me a rundown of those two guys and, and is Duke really in the picture for those guys? Absolutely, and I
1: think they're uh, I think they're both in the picture. Uh, it'll be interesting to track JJ Starling with Jaden's commitment. Um, just interesting to see if he'll if he'll still if he still has the same amount of interest. I, I, I wouldn't see why not because um, they're two different players. I think JJ Starling is more of a fast type scoring type guard who's really really productive scoring on all three levels and has been well-coached that long of the year. Um, when you look at Derek Lively, obviously, you know, the competition will probably be Penn State and Kentucky. Uh, Penn State, obviously, uh, I think his mother works uh, for the program. and is obviously close to home. So, you know, they're going to always be in the mix there. Right. Um, with Kentucky, you know, Kentucky has had so many athletic, long, seven-footers who have blocked shots, ran the floor, and have went on to have productive NBA careers. So, obviously, Derek Lively is looking at that path and seeing, like, wow, that could be it would just be an easy ride if I just go there and work hard. Um, but definitely, they're they're globally in the conversation for being the number one player in the country. Duke is definitely a player there, and I know they're giving all their guy. I would say Kentucky could be in the lead right now, um, just because all this buzz is generating a, a strong 2022 class. And Shaden Sharp, a potential commitment, a Case and Wallace, um, and Scott Clark also already being committed over there. So I know they're they're pushing pretty hard, and they 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 will be. They probably are the team to beat in that regard.
0: Brandon Jenkins from Twenty Four Seven Sports is joining us here on our podcast today, the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Before I let you go, let's do talk about this upcoming college basketball season for our Duke Blue Devils. People are so excited to watch this team be back on the floor after a little bit of a disappointing previous year. I've talked about this a number of times, Brandon, but uh, I'm 25 years old, and for the first time in my life, this past year. Duke did not make the NCAA tournament. They actually played a tournament without the Blue Devils being in it. I didn't think that was possible, but it, it is <laughs> that you could still play uh, without the Duke's being in it. So when we look at this year's team getting ready to play, Paulo Banquero, A.J. Griffin, Trevor Keels, this freshman class really, we don't know a whole lot about them. What can you tell?
1: Uh, for sure, no. It's definitely one of the stronger classes of incoming freshmen coming into this college basketball season. Um <laughs> The, the top dude is Paulo Van Churen. He has a chance to be the number one pick in next year's uh, NBA draft just because of how safe and how high of a floor that he has. He's so skilled. He's strong. 6'9", 6'10", With a great mid-range game. to play off the bounce. Um, I definitely think he'll be one of the better players in college basketball, not freshman players, just because of his size, um, skill level, and his and his just feel for the game. I definitely think it's all translatable. You know, A.J. Griffin, obviously the son of Adrian Griffin, Griffin he has the NBA pedigree. Um, I'm pretty sure it'll be easy for him to buy it to, uh, to the system. But um, look for him to take some time just to become productive. Um, right. I wouldn't expect uh, a lot from him off risk The same with Trevor Kales, I definitely think it will be outside shooting option. But I would give those two more times. some uh, more time to just come in and like hit the ground running. Um, just because of the flesh in the wall and the things that can go in the that. But it's definitely a talented class. And look for Paolo Vanchero to lead uh, the charge.
0: What's that like for you, too? always be focused on recruiting classes right that that's coming in the future and that sort of thing is it hard for you to kind of stay dialed into what's currently happening with college basketball or do you try to do your best to kind of stay on top of everything
1: well I, yeah i definitely try to try to do my best to stay on top of everything but it, it can be hard at times especially when kids commit and you forget you kind of forget that they had an initial commitment in the first place and you really realize how strong class truly is yeah. um <laughs> You know, just because there's just so much interaction because there's just so many kids, so many Division One prospects out there. So um, just definitely tracking that could be difficult, but once it all comes together and you really get a look, you know, around this time period of what teams really have brought to the table in terms of incoming freshmen and transfers and whatnot, you can't help but to feel excited about the college basketball season.
0: How much pickup basketball do you personally try to keep playing? Oh, uh, I try to get it in two
1: times a week. You know, as I got older and stopped playing basketball, you know, I focused more on lifting weights and whatnot. But I try to get it in two times a week. And now that I'm still a grad student here, you know, we're gearing towards the intramural season. So we really have to get... Get some workouts in. Look at in. you. Hopefully we can get
0: some workouts
1: in just to make sure we have a successful fall, right? Hey,
0: you're coming at folks this fall. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Brandon, we really do appreciate you coming on. You're on Twitter, at BJenkins247. Tell me a little bit more and the listeners about all of the coverage that you guys do. And feel free once again to shout out sort of your team there at 24-7 Sports and where they can follow all the work.
1: Absolutely. So if you need any updates on anything, recruiting, rankings, evaluations on potential uh, Blue, Devil, Blue Devils players, why not hit up 247 Sports, specifically the Basketball Recruiting tab. Uh, we'll definitely keep you updated. Me at BJinkus247. You got Sean London at Deshaun London. Um, Eric Bakke at E-Boss Hoops on Twitter. And also Travis Branham at Travis underscore Brandon. if I'm not mistaken. This is all off the top of my knowledge Look at those you. Are those are the guys. Um, we definitely – try our best to separate ourselves from the rest of the competition and keep you updated at all times. Um, So please feel free to subscribe um, or feel free to follow us because we'll definitely keep you updated.
0: No doubt. Brandon Jenkins, thank you again for doing this today, man.
1: I appreciate you. You take care.
0: That's Brandon Jenkins joining us here on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. That was spectacular right there. I can't say that enough. Thank you again to Brandon Jenkins for joining us on the podcast. We talked everything Duke basketball, the future of this team. Jaden shoot. I was saying that wrong. Not Jaden shut. It looks like it might be pronounced shut, but it's Jaden shoot, and he can shoot the basketball, so that makes sense. Kyle Filipowski skyrocketing up boards. There is that Duke boost, but he's absolutely right. Let's give credit to Filipowski for the work that he has put in on his game and truly blowing up. And then Derek Whitehead, the absolute gem of this Duke recruiting class, and excited to see what other names could be added. Here in the next few weeks. Again, follow Brandon on Twitter at BJenkins247. My name is JJ Jackson, the host of this podcast at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Anything that you need for Duke Athletics. We are your one-stop shop for all of that right here on this podcast. Be sure you check out Locked on ACC with Candace Cooper for all the exciting things going on around this Atlantic Coast Conference. Football season is here, but still plenty of time to talk about Duke hoops. Without further ado, that's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.